Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Benjamin Moore and Sherwin-Williams. Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. For those of you guys that don't know me, my name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors and your host here for the Elite Business Advice Podcast. You know, we have a lot of clients ask us about marketing uh, and how do you, how should we market our business and what are the best ways to market? And there's a lot of great things out there when it comes to lead generation. Um, but we really like to start with a lot of the foundational things that you should have in place for your business and that you should be doing on a daily basis as kind of part of your system systems internally to grow the relationship marketing side of your business. We call it organic marketing, relationship marketing is what we'll talk a lot about today. Uh, and it's just some foundational things that you can do to grow your business organically, which basically means free, right? Maybe a little cost involved and things that you should be doing before you start thinking about spending thousands and thousands of dollars on advertising, right? I do believe there's a point you grow a business organically too, and then you have to supplement with paid advertising and other things. But I think you can get your business pretty far if you put the right systems in place that we'll talk through today. Um, today's episode, I, I chat with Rachel Grimm. Uh, Rachel is our marketing advisor that works with some of our clients in this space with relationship marketing uh, to help strategize and implement and brainstorm ideas um, into these systems to make it, you know, just part of the day-to-day -day operations. And so um, she's a real estate agent. She was somebody that I met when I had my painting company. We won't get too deep into that story, but uh, I've known Rachel for a handful of years now. And I've seen her grow her real estate business like crazy because of this stuff we're going to talk through today. And so recently we brought her on board part-time as an advisor to kind of help some of our clients with these things. And so I hope it helps. Thanks for plugging in. This is the Elite Business Advice Podcast. Rachel, welcome back to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, uh, yes, I have been in the real estate business for about 12 years. Um, I started off as a broker's assistant, learning all the back-end things yeah. that come in the day-to-day -day, uh, business world. And then I started selling about seven years ago. Um, I'm a wife of 14 years, a mom of 11-year-old daughter. Uh, and when I'm not selling real estate, I'm a cheer mom. That's awesome. So I got to ask, who keeps you on your toes more, Brent or McKenzie? Oh, don't answer that. Just yeah, kidding. Just a, kidding. They, they're both going to probably listen to this at some point. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to use that against you anytime. Thanks. Um, I appreciate that. So as I mentioned in the intro, you know, Rachel, you've been kind of working with some of our clients. Just focus on this relationship marketing piece, right? And um, you know, and that's what I want to focus today's episode on is, you know, how can contractors, we're going to talk specifically to contractors here today, um, and share some of your experiences, obviously, with real estate too, put some of these things into practice in day-to-day -day operations. Um, it's safe to say uh, that contractors are feeling a different pinch than they have the last few years, right? A lot of people think, oh my gosh, we're in a recession. And for me personally, we did another episode about this earlier this year. Like, I don't think we're in a recession yet. I think we may or may not be heading towards one and that's a different conversation. But I think what we're feeling right now is the, what things were before COVID, right? right. The last three or four years, people were pumping money into their house. Contractors had work coming out of their ears. It was nonstop. Now people are back to making decisions of, do we go to Disney this year? 
or do mm-hmm. we remodel our house, right? right. Um, and so I think contractors are just feeling that difference of they got used to what the last few years brought. Things came super easy. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, we actually have to put ourselves out there again, right? Um, and so why is relationship marketing so important for business owners? Like what's the goal of relationship marketing? So I think the question kind of helps answer um, what relationship marketing is. Uh, it is actually that to, to build relationships, period, the end. It's not really a big secret, um, but instead of doing cold calling and doing all of, like you had mentioned, the marketing that costs tons and tons of money, yeah. what you are doing is utilizing your sphere of influences, um, loving on them, building a relationship and a trust within them so that they are your marketer. So they are giving out your name every time they have an opportunity and um, so that they are helping you grow your business. And so what you're doing is just building that trust and that relationship with your, whether it's parents or um, like the, your sporting, the, the parents with your sports, the teachers, other professionals, your family, your friends, but you're building a concrete foundation of professionalism within those folks yeah. to help you build your business. I love that. I talked on the last episode, we talked about the Disney experience and mm-hmm. having raving fans, yeah. right? And it's kind of that same concept. And I know we've talked about it before. Like sometimes I even hate calling it relationship marketing because it's not really marketing as much as it is like relationship strengthening, yes. right? But it's the marketing things you can do mm-hmm. to, to build that relationship, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I love what you said on that. Like, I think it's just your sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like yeah. you're, I always say, and the reason why we start with this from a foundational level with business owners is the best asset you have for marketing is your happy, satisfied previous customers. And what happens a lot of times is, you know, I'd go to a paint job for somebody. They would love us. They would love our guys, you know, great quality, fair pricing. Like they were so happy with us with elite painting, right? Mm -hmm. And two weeks would go by and they're still like on a high about it, right? Their house looks great. They're so Mm -hmm. happy. Five more weeks goes by. They kind of start to forget about us a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? And a little bit more time goes by and they might, somebody at work might say, hey, who did you use for painting your home? And they're like, oh, um, elite painting, right? And then a year goes by. And then two years, and if we're not in contact with them Mm -hmm. to remind them about that experience, they start to forget about it. They may scroll right past somebody on Facebook that says, hey, I'm looking for a painter. Who do you know? If I'm not top of mind with them, they may not stop and message that person and say, hey, you have to call Chris. Right. Um, That was one thing that you and I developed a great relationship right off the bat Mm because we had each other's best interests at mind at all times. And you became a huge referral asset for us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just because you knew the experience and we stayed in communication. We saw each other at events and it was, it worked out. So, um, is there anything else you want to add on that before we go on? I think, I think just following that up and ending it with, um, you know, you, you want people to refer to you who can stand, who wants to put their name to your name. Yes. So building that relationship, um, with them, uh, is, it's what's most important because then you know that they are going to refer to you. Yep. Yep. I like that. And a lot of times you give a referral, it's, Hey, this is an amazing person. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like she's a great real estate agent too, but like I'm promoting you as a person (laughs) and your professionalism and Mm -hmm. like who you are as much as I am like, Oh yeah, she's great at real estate. Like 
anybody can list or buy a home. I'm not, Mm -hmm. some might be better than others, right? Sure. I'm not, I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's like, I'm talking about you as a person, right? And so when you build that relationship, that helps that. I'm Prith Fever County, and we've got recruiting best practices, pain and training resources, and a bear pro sweepstakes coming your way in this PCA minute. It's recruiting season. If you're wondering where all the good candidates are, we got you covered. There's an entire section on PCA Overdrive dedicated to hiring, recruiting, and retention. Curated from your favorite podcasts, expo sessions, and virtual events, you'll learn to hire and keep rock stars in your company. Just look for the hiring, recruiting, and retention lane on PCA Overdrive. Get your crew field ready faster with PCA's painter training. PCA Overdrive provides free access to painter training videos in English and Spanish. Our training portal offers a more in-depth learning experience through a guided pathway. Each module has an assessment and certificates are awarded at the completion of each level. To learn more, go to pcapaintedorg slash training. Finally, enter for a chance to win the Bear Pro Painter Sweepstakes. Price includes $5,000 worth of Bear, Kills, Graco, and 3M products. Visit pca.so slash Bear Pro Sweepstakes to enter now. Um, it's really funny. I have to bring this up. I think this is a perfect place for it. So, um, there's something called Darren Daly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of Darren Hardy. I've talked about it here on the show before. Um, his book entrepreneur roller coaster is one of my all time favorites. Um, compound effect would be second behind that. Uh, so if you haven't listened to the, or read those or listened to them, check them out. Um, but he sends out a, a morning video every Monday through Friday, you know, it's two to 10 minutes long, um, about a different concept. And I believe this was 100% divine intervention (laughs) that this, what he sent out this morning, Rachel listened to it. I listened to it on my way over here to record. And I was like, we have to talk about this. Like, and I love that you listened to it too. Um, And, you know, Darren basically said that sometimes we focus on the things that change and we don't focus on the things that don't change. Mm -hmm. Right. I know he said a little more eloquently than that, but I'm keeping it simple. And I think that was just our aha moment listening to that was we're talking about this today with this episode. Don't worry as much about all the things that change with digital marketing and this, and you know, these new services and this and that, like there's a time and a place for those things, but focus on the things that have never changed, which is 100% relationship built. Yep. Yep. Everyone loves to be loved on. They love to feel cared for. Um, they want honesty And yeah, that's the one thing through humanity is not going to change. It's never going to change, right? It's maybe shifted in how people get to it because people go to social media because they Mm want to feel connected, Mm -hmm. right? They, you know, all those different things, but at the root of it, people still want to be loved on. They want to feel cared about. They want to just know that somebody's thinking about them, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't really care which one of your love languages you might be. Everybody wants to know that somebody was thinking about them. Right. Some, or just have their best interests at heart. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I thought that that was just perfect timing. Mm-hmm. That, perfect timing. You know, I, we both know, like, we're people of faith. I don't, you know, as we talk about on the show, I don't cram it down people's throats. But I was just like, yeah, this was sent out this morning for a reason for yes. us to bring up as we yes. were talking about this topic. And so um, I love it. Darren Hardy, if you ever listen to this, thanks for sending that out this morning yes, for us thanks. to piggyback on. But uh, tell, talk a little bit about how you've seen this relationship marketing work in your real estate business. Yeah. So, you know, in sales, it's very easy to become transactional, Uh, just going along day to day, putting in the sales, completing the sale, and then moving on to the next sale. And I think you're just constantly chasing leads in that 
aspect. Um, so again, because you aren't allowing others to get to know you and trust you so that they can refer to you, that that is taking, um, you know, it, it, it changed my business, um, really moving it into the relationship building. Um, I watched my business grow uh, year after year, um, just doing what I do with my family, my friends, my past clients, and my sphere of influences. Um, I took a look back just for this podcast, and I was actually surprised I hadn't done this yet. Um, but the first year that I did relationship building, I had a 90% or 10% referral based. Okay. And that just means 10% of my sales came from either someone I knew or someone that was referred to me. The second year, it grew to 22%. So doubled. Yep. Third year, it went to 30%. You see where this is going. Yep. Fourth year went to 48%. And then last year, um, it was 68% referral-based wow. business. That's amazing. So just, again, building that that relationship with people yep. um, and just letting them – and telling them you appreciate them. Yeah. You appreciate the support, and we appreciate what you're doing to help me build my business. Yeah, 100%. Well, and it's – Genuine appreciation too, yes. right? Not fake. It's very True. obvious. People can see that. It's funny you say that because I always say that this like relationship marketing, organic stuff, it's a long-term strategy with short-term upside Yep, is exactly how I say it, right? Like when you go to, and, and that's even more on the organic side of it, when you go to like networking events and stuff, you can get a little more short-term. Uh, but even with the things that we're going to talk about here coming up in a second, like you're still going to see some benefit of that in the short term, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, as you saw, your referral and repeat business and network doubled year one to year two, mm -hmm. right? Now, five years later, it's more than two-thirds of your business, mm -hmm. right? And so I think everything we're going to talk through here, it's a long-term approach, but there is a lot of short-term benefit to it as well. Right. And I think you hit something there where you said repeat business, Um in the real estate world, we don't see people buying homes year <laughs> yeah, after year after year after year. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good point. But same with painting. Yeah. I mean, if someone comes in and paints your home or the a level of your home, typically they're not coming back the next year to do it again. So by doing this, you're, you don't have we, – we don't provide a service or a tangible item that somebody's buying over and over and over and right. over. So this is what's important with relationship building is that you are – allowing your market to get bigger and bigger yep. when you don't have that repeat business. That's, that's a good point. When I think too, for a lot of contractors, I mean, you'll have some people, it's like, Hey, you're going to come in and repaint everything in our interior and we're good for 10 or 15 years. Right. right. And then you have someone that's like, Hey, can you paint the three bedrooms? Great. Okay. Can you come back later on this year and do the dining room and you know, I mean, so yep. you're going to see every, every different aspect of it, but you're right. Like it, for the people that you're doing these big projects for that really won't have a need for your services, unfortunately, for say three to five years, at least you're then going for referrals. Yes. Right. And so either way, nothing changes. The relationship pieces stay the same, but it just what the the goal or what the hope is, I should say, because the goal is to appreciate them and to be genuine about it. And if you have that mindset first, knowing that in the back end of it, you will get business out of it, then I think that's that's kind of the way it'll flow. Right.
So let's talk through a few of the methods um, that we've kind of implemented with our clients, things that you've done in your business. Um, let's just get a real easy one out there right now. Thank you notes. <laughs> Handwritten, so old fashioned, yes. put a stamp on it. Thank you note. Yes. Um, I have always loved to give notes. I am my best friend and I in high school actually used to send notes. Everybody started out writing notes to, to people in high school. But then even after high school, we would send notes. This was before text messaging. Yeah. We'd send note cards to each other in yeah. the mail. So it's just, it's an old fashioned, you're right. Great word. Um, way of saying thank you, yeah. um, or that I love you or that I'm thinking about you or, um, but we just don't utilize it very much anymore because we have text messaging. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's funny. So for the podcast, I even went ahead so that it's not just my opinion. Yeah. I Googled it. Okay. I Googled and good old Google says in quotations, handwritten notes are capable of engaging people on a deeper level than any other form of communication. So, you know, in a world of technology, when we do have the phone with us nonstop for you to actually put the phone down, pull out a pen and note card and yeah. think about what you're going to write. You don't have autocorrect right. to help fix it. Right. That um, shows, unfortunately, yes, for me. Right. <laughs> and, and actually write out a note. Yeah. It's going to engage the receiver so much more. 100%. Well, for me, too, it takes me five times as long to write it because I need to make it legible for them, too, which is a whole nother issue I run into. But, um, but it's exactly what we said earlier, right? People want to know you were thinking about them. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think that let's just say on a scale of one to 10, sending them a text message that just says, Hey, I appreciate you. Thank you. Whatever. Like a three or four, right? It's mm -hmm. still good, mm -hmm. but it's easy to do. Right. right. Or especially if there's an automated email, that's like a one or a two, right? Cause it's clearly that it was an automated right. thing, which is great from an efficiency point of view. But mm -hmm. when you're talking about building deep relationships to stop and take time mm -hmm. and hand write out a thank you card mm -hmm. and put it in the, put a stamp on it, put it in the mail, yep. wait two or three days for it to get to them. Like, again, we want to focus on the things of what's differentiating you from everybody else. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why sometimes these physical mail things, we'll talk about that in a second, stand out to people because it's the opposite of what other people are doing. Right. Right. Um, and so knowing that you care about them and taking that time is really why mm -hmm. that can be so powerful. Yep. So, um, the second one, Email campaigns. Explain a little bit about the value add approach. And, and I'll, I'll say we can just throw campaigns here together. Um, I know we'll talk about physical mailings in a second. Um, but explain kind of the value add concept that we like to go with to just stay reconnected with our audience. Yeah. So when you are a painter or real estate agent or car salesman or whatever you're selling, your friends and family want to know that, you know, you, you appreciate what your own you're doing and what they're doing for you, but they don't want to hear it all the time. They yeah, don't want they don't want to be sold to. Yes, exactly. So with the email campaigns, what we have, what we do is they have um, different subjects from what we're selling. And so it's just building a professionalism with them. Uh, to show that we have some added value that we can give them as well, whether that's connecting them with a different contractor, um, whether that's um, giving them referrals too to people um, that we've had great experiences with that we trust. Uh, so it's it's just another way of really uh, just showing a different side to us um, as opposed to what we do on a daily basis. And some of those examples may be uh, something like tax information during tax season yep. or seasonal maintenance list during the season changes, things that the, maybe they didn't think about. 
um, ideas for Mother or Father's Day. Right now we just had a really bad storm. So maybe referrals to roofing companies that yeah. we have um, worked with in the past, things like that. Yep. I love it. And so for me, uh, the value add is so important for two reasons. One, it shows that you're willing to put your business aside and you're not in their in their face about your mm -hmm. business that they already know about. I love right. the, what you just said about that, mm -hmm. right? Um, two, the value add keeps them opening it month after month, right? So I talk, you know, there's a lot of statistics out there about like email campaigns and you send stuff out, right? And I, I think for most companies, like a typical open rate is like eight to 10%, right? Mm -hmm. The companies that do the value add approach, it's like 50 to 60%. Mm -hmm. Because when you do it and you do it month after month, people will take time to open it because there's something in there for them, right? right? And it's great for contractors. It's great for real estate because you know they are homeowners, right? You can piggyback on, like you mentioned, the seasonal maintenance. Hey, here's some things, spring cleaning ideas. Mm -hmm. Here's some summer, you know, barbecue recipe ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Here's, you know, the fall checklist to get your home ready for wintertime. If you're listening to this in Florida, that doesn't apply to you. <laughs> um, but, you know, like different things that you can piggyback on because you know they're homeowners, right? Yes. And so having that value add, I think it does strengthen the relationship. It shows that you're putting your business aside and it keeps them looking at it month after month, which is the mm -hmm. whole goal mm -hmm. for them to see the email and delete it. I mean, it still does something. They see your name at least, right? But to open it up and to see this nice value add thing that they can take some information. Maybe there's an aha moment for them. Maybe it saves them time. Right. Um, I know one of our clients did um, the top five or seven summer family vacation spots in January. And somebody like had wrote them back and was like, thank you. We were getting ready to research this. And like, this kind of just helped us narrow our search down a little bit more. Right. Um, you know, so yeah, like anything like that, um, that you can do to kind of give them again, that, that relationship and that value to keep opening your stuff every month. Um, how often do you recommend to send these things out? So you don't want to inundate their emails, right? right. But, um, whenever you see something that you feel is of value to share with them, I mean, I, Probably wouldn't do it daily uh, or maybe even weekly, but once or twice a month, maybe. Um, again, it's just something to share with them. That's good. That's good. I typically say at least every four to six weeks. Yes. Like I think four weeks is a good time frame. I mean, mm -hmm. if you slide five weeks in between, like that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. um, but about once a month, I think is a good frequency. Because um, again, like you said, if it's weekly, you know, as you get promotional emails and like, you're just like, come on, you know, so I we think all get once enough a, spam out there. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like once every, they'll just call it three to six weeks, I think is a good mark. So, yes. um, so you guys at Homes by Janelle, where you, where you are a real estate agent at, you guys actually do a lot of physical mailings too. We I do. know you do some of the emails as well mm -hmm. to supplement, mm -hmm. but you do a lot of physical mailings. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that and why. So I think we try to utilize all the ways of communication that is out there. Of course, we do phone calls and text messaging. We yep. utilize the social media and the emails, the note cards. We also do video text messaging. Um, we even do little porch surprises from time to time. So by doing this, we feel that we can capture all the generations. There are some people who are going to open every piece of mail out there, and there are some people who are not going to open every piece of mail. So we really try to hone in on each generation and how can we connect with them with the way that they're comfortable with. Yeah, no, that's good. When I think too, I will say this, like the difference between the two. And when I speak at events, I kind of like share, Hey, here's two different options for you. Right. I think emails, obviously much more cost-effective, much more time effective, right? Um, maybe even a little bit lower response on them. For yes. me personally, when I get your guys things in the mail, 
it's like one of the only non-junk mail things I get, right? It's bill, bill, you know, insurance notice update, and then, oh, Rachel's mailing this month, right? Mm -hmm. And so it stands out a little bit, right? Again, I think like go against the grain on some things, right? Mm -hmm. And so many people have shifted to email that sometimes doing the physical mailings are worth it, right? You guys always have a nice PDF, you know, color printed brochure in there about your value add thing, mm -hmm. right? And like you still are doing the same concept of what we talked about, but you you do have to put that together. You have to send it off to get printed, you know, and then you have to take time and stuff all the envelopes and address them. So, but again, I think that comes across to us as consumers knowing mm -hmm. that you guys sat down and did all that. Right. Right. Yep. So again, it's like that balance of if you have people like as a contractor, if you have an admin person that has capacity to do this stuff, that can be a great added benefit. Mm -hmm. Right. Or maybe you do this quarterly and then the other months you do an email. Right. You can you can have a hybrid here. Um, if you're a solopreneur with six employees and you're already running thin to go with the emails for now. Right. right? Like so just kind of think about that. Hey there, I bet business is probably picking up for you right now and things are feeling good and using the right tools in your business like Estimate Rocket can help keep it that way. Estimate Rocket offers professional estimates and proposals with digital signature, single source work orders for the entire team, lead to paid job management, full scheduling tools with mapping and time tracking, automated email campaigns, invoicing that exports to any accounting system, and deep data analysis reports. Go to EstimateRocket.com for a free 30-day trial to see if Estimate Rocket is right for you. Customer appreciation events. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> um, explain a little bit about kind of what you guys do with them. Um, and then also like kind of the drive-through, the stop-by event concept versus like a, you know, big event. Okay. So I'll start with why we do them. Um one reason is to just build community between our past and current clients, our friends, our supporters, and families. Many of our friends and family may know each other. Mm -hmm. And so it's fun to bring them together so that they can see the connection also and, and hang out together as well. But the main reason that we do our customer appreciation events is to show our appreciation, of course. Um, it's the biggest reason. And, and just to sh give back a little bit, you know, thank you for for always thinking of us and always supporting us. So it's our way of giving back to them and just showing that appreciation. Um, so the drive-through concept kind of came through during COVID yeah. because we didn't want to not do, do that. We yep. still wanted to show appreciation. Even through COVID, people were still buying homes. Um, and so we just came up with how can we make this work and we just had them drive through literally. It was during our pie event during November. And we just had them, it was like a little parade. Yeah. They just came up. Yeah. We had our masks on. We could say hello, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for all your support. Yep. We, they were still able to get the, the pie that we wanted to give them. And so that's kind of how it happened. And we found that some people in previous years, um, when we had big parties, we didn't engage all of our clients because some people are what we what we call introverts yeah. and they don't want right. to come to the party that they don't know anyone. Yep. So this actually made them feel like they could come and be a part of it, um, but not have to face everyone. Yes. And so it really worked out and we loved it. We have we have talked about going back to the party style. Yeah. Um, some of the parties got to do a little bit of a mix. We do too, both. Right? Yes, we do. Um, well, and I think too, the reason I love this and we talk with a lot of our clients about this is everybody's busy, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you've got something on weekends mm -hmm. or, I mean, at this point during the week, it's, you know, sporting events and T-ball and cheerleading and everything else. Right. Um, and so I think 
this also allows you to reach some of those people that may not have a couple of hours to go to something, right? right? Or to feel like they have to be there the whole time. You and I would go to an event because we understand every person we meet is a potential client, Mm -hmm. right? Um, More so when I had my painting company, that was where I was at a little different now, but you know, like we would be the people to go to those things, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody that's not in a position to like to have some extra benefit on it. Like again, they're, they may not want to go unless there is a circle of influence they know is going to be there, other friends and stuff. Um, And so I love this idea. And I think a couple of things that I just like examples, right. For people to think about, we've talked about the car wash, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And I don't mean go out there and wash your customers' cars for them, mm-hmm. right? But what we have thought about this is say, hey, we're going to do a customer appreciation event from 8 to 12 this Saturday morning, or obviously a few weeks out, yeah. um, on this date um, at this car wash. Stop by, get a free car wash on us. You mm-hmm. go to the car wash, like one of the automated services, and say, hey, if I buy 100 car washes, will you give us a 20% discount or whatever it might be, right? Right. Um, and then you set a little table up there. They, they stop by, they get their, their voucher to go get their car washed and then they go on with their day. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love that idea because also the people, you know, you're going to have a homes by Janelle table or an elite sure. painting table out there, uh, maybe with a nice like table skirt on it or something. And everybody that is in line waiting to go through the car wash that doesn't know about you now knows about you. Right. Right. Yep. Maybe you have a conversation. Hey, yeah, we're just out here. You know, we're doing a client appreciation for our clients, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, it's that you get that community exposure. Yeah. While also serving your previous clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing. Potentially picking up some new ones. Exactly, right? Um, Another example before we move on, uh, there's a newer kind of entertainment area here called Dogwood Social Mm -hmm. in the area. Um, And one of our clients is thinking about doing a table at Dogwood Social. Again, same concept. Come by between, you know, this time and this time. Yes. Bring your family. We'll have a $20 arcade card. Um, for you and your family to go have a good time, right? This isn't a networking event. This isn't anything. Just stop by our table at the front door when you walk in, get an arcade card, use it, leave, hang out, like whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Come have a fun day with your family on us. Yep. Yep. Just showing appreciation. Like it's great, right? Yes. Again, then every other person that walks in, they see your table and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what, no, what's going on here, right? Right. Um, so I think it's, you know, double benefit of some mm-hmm. of those ideas. Does your business need more reviews? Nice job can help. Our reputation marketing platform automates review invites to save you time. Reviews are collected and distributed across major platforms such as Google, Facebook, and more. Turn your reviews into customer stories with photos that you can share across your social channels. NiceJob allows you to manage all of this within our platform. Start your free trial today. Um, Let's talk about connection cards. The fourth out of the five points here. I love the connection cards idea. This was this was 100% your idea. So I can't take any <laughs> credit on this one. Um, explain what they are. So connection cards for me are cards that I send out that help me connect with those clients who I might not know very well. So it's easy to see a friend or family or something happen on Facebook and I can write out a note and say, you know, nice job, congratulations on whatever they just won or happy birthday. Um, But there are clients that maybe aren't on social media or I just don't simply have a connection with and I want to be able to connect with them. So I came up with each month um, something small to send to someone who I might not have a connection with, but want to say hello. I mean, cards look funny if they just say hello in them. So a few different ideas I came up with was, of course, the lottery tickets. Those are easy, just $1 lottery tickets. Um, Lucky to have you as a client. Uh, And this last month, I did spring flowers, uh, the seeds, the little seed package. 
helping my business grow. It could be something as little as $3 or $5 to Starbucks, you know, have a coffee on me, just thinking about you. So it doesn't have to be big, but it's just something other than real estate, other than something that maybe even is going on in their life to help me connect with them. Yep. I love it. Um, Who should you send these to? I mean, you kind of said like people you don't know, I, one thing that we've said a lot, like with our contractors is make a list of your top, depending on your business size and how long you've been in business, right? Your Mm -hmm. top 100 Mm -hmm. clients Mm -hmm. and then your top, you know, 20 referral partners, right? Because then in those notes, like I know the, the Starbucks one, sometimes you said like, thanks a latte, right? So for your clients, you're going to say thanks a latte for your business, maybe and business and referrals for your referral partners that you maybe haven't actually done a transactional thing with. It's going to be thanks a latte for your referrals, right? Right. So I typically say make a list of that. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of the approach you guys take to it? Yes. So I think, again, just trying to connect with someone I don't get to talk to on a daily basis. So yeah, you take your list of clients and maybe those people that maybe the the, the lesser half that yeah. you don't talk to, or maybe somebody you haven't talked to in three or four months yep. that you need to reconnect with. Yep. Um, th- those are the types of clients or um people that I would send up to. I think hitting that top list, whatever you make, right? Again, depending on Mm -hmm. how long you've been in business and stuff, I think hitting that list once a quarter Mm -hmm. is great, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and you can kind of pick, okay, we're doing $5 Starbucks gift cards. So maybe we're only going to do that to like 30 people, right? And then, oh, now we're just doing dollar scratch off tickets. So we're going to actually hit 75 people on this one, right? So whatever you do, plan it out. And again, that's what you really are able to help people with is brainstorm and plan these things out. Um, Just kind of plan out your budget, Maybe ebb and flow that a little bit, but try to hit that top list once a quarter at least. Um, and I think that'll be that'll be a great benefit. Um, all right, last and fifth idea, you kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, stop buys, mm-hmm. gift drop-offs. Yep. What are some great ideas uh, for people to think about like for stopping by, dropping off gifts? So these can be fun gifts, things that are literally anything, kids' Easter baskets, small boxes of chocolates for Valentine's Day. Um, I've seen where some people will do like um, the three. I saw this on Pinterest the other day. Yeah. Uh, there was three different spices for barbecue season because nice. yep. um, you can get those fairly cheap right. uh, at the grocery store. Um, window scrapers for the winter months, You know, just something that is small. Um, you can put a little fun tag with it with a little pun on there. And I utilize these when I'm out showing homes, when I am in, um, a subdivision that I know I've sold a home to, and I'm just right around the corner. So then I just can run, put it on the front porch, let them know I was in their area. I thought about them and that's it. Uh, so yeah, just little porch surprises. I call them or pop by stop bys. There's tons of names for them, but uh, they go a long way. Yeah. Well, and I love what you just said about like just having some made up in your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Contractors, you're out doing estimates. Yes. Right? You just stop by a previous customer, drop something off. Um, I like the idea, again, because it's the same concept. Um, one thing I always like to say on this is uh, there's a book called Giftology by John Rulin, mm-hmm. and it's one of my favorites. And I always say, if you're giving somebody a gift, even if it's something simple like that, make sure it's something for them and not your business, right? So like even right. like the ice scraper idea, sometimes people are like, oh, I'm going to go get like 100 elite painting ice scrapers. Mm-hmm. Just go buy them, 
they can be blank. They don't need your logo on it. Right. Right. Cause then you're yep. really giving a gift kind of more so for you, not yes. for them. Yes. Um, and so I think that's a big thing with gifting in general. Mm -hmm. I know some people give a gift and it's got like their logo on it. And again, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I don't mm -hmm. think it connects as well as if you know, mm -hmm. they're a Cardinals fan and you get them something with the Cardinal logo on yeah. it. Right. Yep. Those little personal touches mean a lot more mm -hmm. to them. So I think that's a good, good thing to bring that up. So, um, so one of the big questions I want to wrap up this episode with, so we've talked through these like kind of five main areas we've broken the relationship marketing down into. Um, why do you think most business owners don't put some of these things in place, like in the day-to-day -day operations? Um, well, I think it could be probably multiple reasons. One would be time management yep, and then creativity. Some people just have trouble thinking outside the box and that's what you and I would be here yes. to help them do. But just mainly that, the help to put them together and just remembering uh, when to do it, how to do it. Sometimes yes. it's just that creativity, that piece that they need help with. Yeah. No, I love that. I know you guys sit down like in November, December, and we you do. guys pretty much plan out the entire next year. We do. Right? Mm-hmm. I think we've kind of went more on a quarterly basis with our clients because sometimes the whole year is a little bit much. Um, so it's like, okay, you know, we're in end of April recording this right now. So let's start planning out for quarter three, right? right. What are we going to do each month? What mm -hmm. are the things that way you have plenty of time to prepare for it. And then it's the follow-up and making sure that they implement it. Right. So, um, like I said, if, when you're a solopreneur, you've got six painters, you're running like crazy. I understand it. Right. And that's why sometimes just having somebody to help brainstorm and plan these things out and hold you accountable can be super helpful. Yes. Um, and then again, when you have an office person or somebody that makes it a little bit easier, but we still need to make sure that it's happening because I think everybody has the right intentions. Right. It's the follow through where a lot of people stumble. It's the accountability. Yeah. It is. It's easy to push it to the next month or the next month or the next month. Because it's not important right that second. Right. But it's easy to then all of a sudden be like, oh my gosh, we haven't done anything for three months. Mm -hmm. You know, I know as people look at their to-do list and it's like, oh my gosh, I got to put this fire out. I got to do this. I got to get this job lined up for next week. Oh, sending this email out, that, that's not going to do anything for me right this mm -hmm. second. But again, it's easy to put that off for months down yeah. the road. Yeah. And that's why we try to utilize November, December, because yes. even though in the real estate business right now, everything's still busy, we don't really have off seasons. Um, that is our slower time. Yeah, it's the holidays. So it allows us to sit down so we're not in the midst of busy season trying to plan. Yeah. It's already done and ready yes. to go, but that's, that's how we can help them. I love it. I love it. Is there anything else you want to add in on the topic that we didn't get to, or didn't get to cover here? I don't think so. I think we nailed yeah, it. I all. think we've, yeah, we've hit all the points. Yes. Yes. So, well, hopefully, um, this helps a lot of you guys listen to this kind of understand just some of the basic systems that have in place. Again, we're getting a ton of questions right now about marketing. Where should we put money? What should we do? And I think again, I'll, there's, those next level things that you can do. Mm -hmm. But I think having some of these core things in place is going to help you. And I would argue to say that if we do head towards a recession or into one, or maybe we're in one, a lot of times you don't know it till you're like on the other side of it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I think like leaning on your relationships mm -hmm. is so key. Yes. Like that's what oh, so many business owners got through 2008. Right. Mm -hmm. And all these different like, kind of difficult times is having that network, having those relationships with people. Um, and so I think now is a, just as important of a time um, to start working on this if you aren't doing it. Yep. Awesome. Well, Rachel, I appreciate you being here. If anybody listening to this has questions, you want to reach out, get more info from us, reach out to us on our website and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.